Welcome to the Really From Podcast, where we talk about culture, creativity, and breaking down that question, where are you really from? Welcome everybody to another episode of the Really From Podcast. I am Chris Lee Rodriguez. I play in the titular band Really From. And today on the pod, I have uh, an incredible artist, um, the lead singer of this band you might know, Pink Shift. Um, I actually discovered them last year on Twitter and I was like, oh shit, this is the, the dopest band ever. Uh, so welcome to the pod, uh, Ashrita Kumar. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm. There, there was a week last year, um, like in the summer, where I discovered you, Meet Me at the Altar, and Barty Strange, like oh, all wow. within like the same, probably like seven to ten days of each other. Damn, that's was, stacked. <laughs> yeah, so I was, there's like that gif of that kid just going like shaking his head, just being overwhelmed. That's what I felt when I was like, found out all these bands, I was like, yo, this is amazing. I'm so happy this is still happening. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and thanks for coming to the pod. I'm a long-time uh, fan, first-time caller, even though this is my pod. That's, that, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Sorry. I appreciate you having me. For sure. Um, so I wanted to start our conversation uh, with this question that I've been asking all our guests. Um, what is the first or most memorable time uh, you've been asked the question, where are you really from, if you've been asked that question before? Yeah, I mean, so, like, I thought about this um, I feel like, I feel like no, like the first time I remember that is not when somebody actually asked me where am I really from, but they kind of it was like third grade, um, mm. so I don't think kids really ask that, um, but they always like I was I grew up in like a predominantly like white area in Michigan, yeah. um, and I was like the only south asian kid at that school i'm, I'm pretty mm. sure i mean there might have been like one other person um but yeah i think the most memorable experience of this like if that same like ethos i guess was like um just kids coming up and asking me if um i was latino <laughs> like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's pretty much it <laughs> that's so, um uh Cy, who uh produced our album and is back in our band he's uh uh south uh south indian and he used to work at a restaurant and all like the dominican guys would just like go yeah. be like hey look okay, and just like talk in spanish and yeah just be like oh yeah, no, my dad, um, he lived in El Paso when he first came here, and he had the same issue. Like, everybody oh would gosh. just, yeah, everybody would just come up to him and, and speak to him in Spanish, and he didn't know Spanish at all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, because I think it's also just, like, it was weird because also in that area, people had just never seen an Indian person before, but they mm. knew, like, they they knew of, like, Hispanic people or Latino people, <laughs> so they just figured that was what I was. <laughs> so you, where in Michigan did you live? Um, I lived in Jackson, Michigan. It's kind right. of like in between Detroit. No, I guess it's in between like Ann Arbor and Kalamazoo. It's like, I okay. mean, like, yeah, it's like the middle, I guess. Everybody always puts up their hand like a mitten and like shows right. you. Yeah. And then, and then there's like the little. Yeah, like, there's like, it's like no both one, No one lives up there. That's why I've learned. Everyone <laughs> I met from Michigan doesn't live there. But my, uh, my sister, my, my girlfriend's sister, rather, um, she went to college up there. Oh uh, yeah, there are a couple of colleges up there. I forget which one, and then told me the scary story of the Great Lake, that like 
someone drowned in it because the tides are so crazy or something? Probably. I don't know. That's There's, <laughs> it's like surrounded by Great Lakes, so um, it could have yeah. been anyone. Probably Superior because I, I think Superior is yeah. the deepest. Yeah, I think there's a there's a long uh, sea shanty or psalm about it. Oh, yeah. That's probably superior. Yeah, show them that to me. I was like, this song's very long. It sounds very <laughs> sad. Um, that's good. When did you move to uh, Baltimore? Um, I moved here for college. So I grew up in Michigan, basically. I mean, I was born in Texas, went to Pennsylvania, and then hmm. did, did most of life, I guess, as a young person in Michigan. Hmm. Um, and then came to Baltimore for college, and then I just never really left. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. How long ago was college for you? Um, I graduated in 2019. So I oh, guess it's so fairly been, recent. Yeah, fairly recent. I've just been here for a couple of years, and I don't have plans to leave, really. So <laughs> you like, Do you like Baltimore? I do. It's I like how close it is to so many things too. Like you can mm. go to Philly or New York or you can even go like to the beach, like you could go to like Virginia. So it's it's nice. That's true, that's true. I was very ignorant about Baltimore for a long time and my only perception was the wire. Oh I yeah. Feel like it's not like a fair or maybe it's I don't know. I don't, I'm I'm very not knowledgeable of I think that's a really common thing. Like yeah. a lot of people it's like their only perception of the place. It's also just a lot of people's only perception of the place when they first move here if they didn't grow up here. Right, so, right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the same with, like, Jersey and, like, The Sopranos. Yeah. Like, HBO <laughs> has put a perception of areas in the country that are not completely true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, though I'll say, as someone who grew up in New Jersey, there are a lot of truths in The Sopranos. <laughs> so they weren't that far off. I still have um, to watch that. Yeah, right. Um, so I was wondering... Uh, now, like, knowing that you kind of had uh, your upbringing in uh, Michigan and then, like, kind of got involved in the music scene uh, with Pink Shift and Baltimore, I was wondering, um, as your experience as being, like, the only uh, South Asian uh, kid in your community, and I don't know if that, that was the same when you moved to Baltimore, but I wonder how that had an effect in your own community with, like, your own friend group in schools or, like, the music scene at all. Yeah, I mean, so growing up in Michigan, I didn't have that many other, like, friends of color, to be honest. Um, But when I came to Baltimore, it was completely different, because Baltimore is really diverse. Mm. Um, So when I went to school here, I kind of just, like, didn't really know what to do with myself, because I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't identify with the other South Asians at my school, that much um because they just grew up in different communities than I did um so like I think being in college I just I don't know it was it was a weird you know college is always just like a finding myself kind of thing um but yeah I mean like I get you're asking kind of just like how it shaped the way that I yeah just however you interpret that question it was just like as someone who, you know, who's, like, yeah. has a very homogenous friend group to a diverse friend group, how did that, like, affect how you saw yourself? Oh, yeah, no, totally. I mean, like, I feel like I learned a lot, kind of, about how, I don't know, like, you can have, you have, like, all these things that are a part of you because of how you grew up, um, mm. you know, like, with your family and stuff, like, culturally, but then you have all these other things that are also a part of you because of where you grew up and who you were around. Mm. And sometimes they don't really match up with other people's experiences. Because it's like, I'm like first generation 
Yeah. Um, so like a lot of Indian kids with also like immigrant parents would probably have similar experiences, but it wasn't like the same because I didn't have like a South Asian community or an Indian community, like really where mm. I grew up, except for like maybe like three families or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then coming to Baltimore, I think like when I was in college, I really tried to like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be on the indie, like I'm going to be on the Bollywood dance team. Um, I was like, I'm going to immerse myself in this because I never had it. And so I ended up being like captain of the dance team. Um, yeah, like for a couple years and I was really involved in the Indian community. Um, but didn't really find like the music I wasn't really in a community for music until really, like, late college when I found... Well, when Paul found me, kind of, because we had, like, these college events, um, like, these, like... It's, like, a music group, and they would just throw events for, like, Mm. performances and stuff like that. Um, Our college, specifically, didn't have a huge music scene, Mm. but... um, I think, like, I was roped into singing, like, with one of my friends' acapella groups or something, like a, oh, like wow. a, yeah, like a, it was like a four-person thing, and they were just like, mm. oh, like, we're gonna do Disney covers, just like, be, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, be like the alto or something, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it, <laughs> um, yeah, and so then he came up to me and um, was like, oh, I wrote this cover of, like, a Britney Spears song, like, do you want to sing on it, because he would write instrumentals a lot. Um, and so then I was able to find more of a community of music through that, just like finding other people who also wrote music or played music and just like, okay, like maybe like after class on Friday, we'll just go to the practice room and just hang out and, and like write stuff or play stuff. And it was kind of like that. And so then I feel like that ended up being as opposed to college or like early college, it was less based on my identity because it was just people Mm. who did it because at our school it was so sparse. Mm. Um, What was the Britney Spears song? uh, It was, I think it was Baby One More Time. Hit Me Baby One More Classic. Yes. It was Hit Me Baby One More Time. I remember my sister had a Pop Goes Punk compilation CD and that was like one of the first songs. Yeah. Like pop punk version of Hit Me Baby One More Time, which is the most 2001, 2002 cover to do at that yes. time. Yes. I think the plan was to do a toxic one, but then mm. we uh, we just ended up writing originals. <laughs> That's amazing. I love how that happens. That's fine. By, uh, I teach uh, a rock ensemble. I, I coach a couple of music ensembles, and there's one that's like a rock ensemble. And before the pandemic, we were working on this really sick, toxic cover that like, we like reharmonize the the chorus and just like really let moments to shred. It was amazing. Oh, I was damn. so proud of that. And then we forgot it because it was the pandemic. Campaign. Oh, and shit. We just stopped meeting. I was like, oh, shit. I feel um, like Toxic has so many possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> That's the song that keeps on giving, especially now. Yeah. Into the 2021 as Britney Spears' life has been more prevalent in the popular culture. Definitely. But, it's a very powerful song. I, I love that song. Yeah. Um, that's real. So you didn't, you guys didn't start really meeting until like what, like your third or fourth year? Like literally, I think like fourth year. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, end of third year. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but like, it's like you'd think that'd just be like the beginning of an end, right? But I think right. what ended up happening is that um, 
Paul and I, at least, we were going to stay for, like, a fifth year after mm-hmm. senior year, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and Myron, um, who we had met, like, the year before, we, we met him, like, in our fourth year, but, like, Myron was a year younger than us, so his fourth year was our fifth year, so it was, like, we ended up getting, like, two or three years out of it, even Whoa. though we met so late in college. That's so interesting. Is that your first time being in a band? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, because I think, like, I mean, when I was younger, there were bands, but, like, I it's just, I mean, uh, there's, like, a bar that I, like, there was, there's, like, a line that was, like, hard to cross because right. I was just, I, I was one of the very few people of color, the only yeah. brown girl, like, we just didn't do that. Like, in my right. head, I was like, oh, like, brown girls just don't do that, like, so um that was a big barrier I think for me like otherwise I mean like my friends were all into rock and like I know like one one of my friends in middle school she really wanted to learn guitar um and so or they they go by they them now um (laughs) but yeah like they really wanted to learn guitar and they were like super into like um, all this stuff, and I was like, that's really cool, and I would just be yeah. like, over here, and I'm like, enjoying this music on my own, but never really being able to claim it, I think that was like, mm. I think that was like the biggest thing that stopped me from being in a band, because I think to be in a band, you have to be able to at least claim your music taste, yeah, so, that's real, I feel like, um, you ever have the feeling, or like a perception of yourself, where you're like the secondary, secondary diverse friend in the movie, yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? That you're not like the lead here. You're not uh, that. What was that fucking Ryan Reynolds movie with the the can't, with terrible? It's like this old call. God damn it, Val Kilmer? No, the Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Okay. There's like, there's like you have a friend who's a Van Wilder type, like pretty hetero white person who's like charming, and you're just like the goofy, <laughs> yeah. funny like brown person that meets the quota for yeah. Hollywood. Do you ever have that perception of yourself as well? That's definitely what growing up in Michigan felt like Real, <laughs> to a yeah. certain extent. Um, definitely not like after I moved to Baltimore because um, mm. I think after I moved to Baltimore for a long time, I just like didn't make any friends who were white. Like all my friends were just like wow. something um, for That's like cool. a while. Um, it was just like a complete 180, but... Yeah, I definitely feel that like I was the I was the I was not the main character in that movie. Right. <laughs> and now you're a lead singer of a band. That's which going is, tour with uh, Manic Pussy, which is great. Absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music were you listening to growing up in Michigan? Were you listening to were you it's like punk and like emo and that stuff or were you was that more later? Um yeah, no. I mean like so I didn't actually listen to American music until like middle school, I think. Mm. Um, cause I just listened to like what my parents listened to, which is what a lot of people do, but what my parents listened to was Bollywood. Um, yeah. and so I, I listened to a lot of that growing up. And then I think in middle school, um, like the same friend who wanted to play guitar, um, introduced me to like grunge and like Nirvana and like Soundgarden, Stone Temple Pilots, all those, all those bands. Um, and so I got really into them and like also Foo, Foo Fighters, nice. um, I got really into them in, like, middle school and, like, high school. It was really just that. So I was really into, like, grunge and just, like, alternative rock, I guess. So, like, garbage and No Doubt, I guess, is kind of like pop rock. But, you know, they have punk, too. Um, yeah. Ska, I guess. Classic then, Ska band. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
like garbage, no doubt, and like Arctic yeah. Monkeys. I was really into yeah. Arctic Monkeys. Um, but I was never really into like I had friends who were into emo and pop punk, um, specifically. So like Fall Out Boy. Um yeah. like one of my closest friends was like diehard Fall Out Boy. Um and so like she would like um make me like burn CDs and stuff and give them to me. So I have those still. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly like my, my music taste was kind of (laughs) old. That's fine. Wait, high school for you is, uh, like 2011 to 2015. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when you, okay. Wow. So I think we're four years because I was in college. Okay. Okay. 10 to 14. So I think I like graduated like five years before you. So that's, Really interesting. That was like your, and then so middle school was late two thousands, right? Yeah, it was like two thousand eight, okay. I guess. That makes a lot of sense. That makes because when I was in middle school, um, that's when all of that shit was popping off. Like they were the biggest. They were like very relevant. Like Taking Back Sunday was the biggest thing, um, and like all those. I saw like My Chemical Romance play uh, a New Year's Day show right after Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge dropped. Oh shit! And like. Yeah, it was like New Year's Day, two thousand five, and I was twelve. I That's was crazy. Yeah, that was sick. I remember <laughs> this band Midtown played, which is awesome, and the uh, one of the singers from Taking Back Sunday uh, had his side project, Color Fred, the Color Fred perform, and it was terrible. And I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, I don't want this shit. I just want to hear. I'm not okay. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think like also maybe I think it was just also like my friend group. We just they just listen to older yeah. stuff. I don't know if it's also just because the ma- main way we got music, like streaming wasn't around until like, mm. I mean, I don't know. Streaming wasn't in my life until like 2015. Yeah. So yeah, you like, didn't download stuff off LimeWire. I didn't really know either. much about LimeWire. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. I was like scared of the viruses. Cause like my dad, <laughs> <laughs> were you scared like, of your, it was, you were more scared of your parents than the virus. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> My dad, like, he does, like, software, like, engineering. Oh, yeah. That's... So, like, if I did anything to the computer, I would be dead. So, yeah. so I was really scared of those websites. That's so funny. So, yeah. So, I mean, most of my music that I got was, um, like, CDs at, like, not, like, Radio Shack, but, like, CDs at the music store that was at the mall across from Radio Shack. And yeah. then, like, my friend's CDs, they would burn mixtapes on the cds and they would we would i would have the cds and i would play them in my car um so yeah i think i didn't buy new cds because they were like they're like 20 bucks or something they're like 18 and i was like i don't want to buy a 20 dollar cd i could just buy this five dollar one which the five dollar cds are always like old as shit (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. which is kind of interesting um you mentioned though that you were like you grew up listening to bollywood music and uh you we were in a Bollywood dance group, right? Yeah, yeah, in college. Yeah. So I, I was wondering, like, how that experience, like, having, you know, being grown up in, like, a very, like, uh, Indian culture um, had an effect on you, and have you felt that kind of not collided or it was in collision with, like, your identity as, like, you know, this, like, uh, burgeoning uh, alternative rock scene that you're getting <laughs> into? But did you feel like... Uh, you always kept that separate or did you kind of see how that interacted or played in your life at all? I mean, like growing up, it was definitely just like a double life. Um, Because like, I feel like, right, it's like 
I have, like, what I do at home, and then I have, like, what I do with my friends, and mm. it would be different, um, and I appreciated them both, but it was, I mean, like, when I, I feel like um, when you're young, it's kind of hard to see the connection in something that nobody's really connected for you before, mm. um, so they were just really separate things to me. Like, I also grew up, like, learning classical dance and stuff like that, mm. so that's kind of, like, and my mom would always want to, like, they, you know, they always have, like, their their celebrations, like, around holidays and stuff, like, Bivali, yeah. and so my mom would organize those, so it's, like, oh, wow. I was really in it, and um, it was really fun, and I really, really enjoyed it, and I never really resented either one. I just kind of kept them separate. Um, That's fair. I had yeah. uh, Tanya Iyer, who uh, is this Indian artist from uh, Montreal, and she was telling me how her mom like would always respond to her music because she's like experimental uh indie artist and she uses a lot she like studied indian uh, violin and kind oh, that's of awesome. that in her music and she was talking about how there'd be certain things where her mom would be like oh this is a this is a good song there's it's very melodic and she's talking about melody's very prevalent indian music and she or her mom would be like yeah that's not good you shouldn't play that <laughs> um i was wondering if you showed your parents uh pink shift or any of the music they've created or you still can keep it separate now Oh, no. Now it's, like, actually completely different. I think going to college and having and, like, kind of growing up a little bit um, and just kind of, you know, realizing my identity a little bit more, I feel I started feeling a lot more comfortable with the mixture of both. Also, just being around, I think, for the first time in college, I was around an Indian community that was also American. Mm. Um that was like big you know it's like yeah. all of these like cool college kids are really into bollywood but like they're also just like cool american kids yeah um which is kind of like what i guess like the bollywood dance scene is like <laughs> in yeah. college um so i felt a lot more comfortable also just like the the nature of fusion is is mm. that like you have so many different dance forms and so I think that was one thing that helped me kind of mix everything together. But punk and rock was always specifically something that was never really put together for me that I kind of just had to put together myself with yeah. like Indian stuff. Cause yeah. I think like, I think like hip hop is like relatively translatable to, to mm. like that kind of music and you can dance to it, so it's like there's like a yeah. an easier way to connect. But with like rock and stuff, I think um, I kind of had to make that connection myself. But like I really, I don't know. I think after discovering a lot more South Asian artists that I did have to dig for, I had to dig a lot. Yeah. Um, I I dug a lot, and I found all of these other South Asian artists, and like the music scene and like the punk scene and uh, uh, specifically actually Nadia Javed of the Tuts she mm. is so badass like oh, she'll she'll wear like a sari uh, a sari blouse like on stage oh, like while sick. she's playing guitar and I was like that's super cool I want to do that um that's really cool. yeah yeah and so I think um that's kind of where I am like I started going towards more now so now I'm like oh like how do I Kind of like what um, you said that another artist was also doing, kind of um, putting in like my influences or, you know, like no. more like Indian influences into music. It's a little hard for me because I wasn't actually ever trained in like yeah, Indian yeah. classical music. 
it's a um, little different. It's definitely um, a little different, but I tried yeah. to. The only Indian artist that I knew growing up was, uh, I forget his name, but he always went by the Brown Sound, uh, the guitarist from Sum 41. Oh, yep. Well, what's his name? I forget. But I, I don't remember able... either, but I remember Paul brought that up to me because that was, even though even though he's not Indian, I think that resonated with Paul because he's brown. Yeah, in the brown sound. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering, now that you, like, you guys, you put out an EP, right? Was it this year or last year? How long? The pandemic kind of put everything together, so I don't know the timeline-wise. It was in April of this year, yeah. It was in, Okay, so it was this year. Um, now you guys put out that. I was wondering how, like, you know, you guys are a, a fairly diverse group as well uh, of different artists. I was wondering how that has influenced your songwriting or just the way you uh uh presents or put energy into your band at all if it has like the fusion or even that or like just even like your own perspectives of like your diverse group of uh, or your own individual experience growing up in like bollywood music or anything or is it just like you kind of still make it just very relevant and just do whatever not really think about it i think i for so for for the for all the songs that are on the EP, really, um, that are out, like, I didn't really think about it at all when it came mm. to, like, the melodies that I wrote, but yeah. I heard from, like, you know, and I feel like I, like, we always put out music, like, Pink Shift, like, we'll put out, like, a song, and then other people hear things that we didn't really do on purpose or that we didn't necessarily hear, and then we're like, oh, yeah, but that's true, yeah. um, you know, I, I'm sure everybody experiences that, um, yeah. But yeah, like um, somebody brought up like Toro, the melodies sound almost like like a chant, like a bhajan. Mm. And I was like, oh, like I listened to it. I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. Oh, that's kind of crazy. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, so I think it just kind of comes out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like people are just an amalgamation of their whole experience up to that point. And it's kind of like, even if you don't want to, act a certain way it kind of comes out i was like thinking about that with like accents i was like talking about that with a group of friends is like how we all are like from different parts of the world or parts of the country but like the accent comes out yeah like my jersey accent i i try to be as neutral as i don't try i, just, I think i'm a very neutral but there are like certain words that i hear myself back like when i listen to this pod i'm like damn dude i say long in such a jersey <laughs> accent or something i don't know if you had that experience as well but just there's like certain things or mannerisms where you're like oh that's very representative i'm not only just being like indian or a uh, different culture but just like being from michigan or being yeah from, like, no Baltimore. for sure there are words that i say differently because i grew up in pennsylvania from like what i can basically remember until i was eight yeah. and then i grew up in michigan from like eight to like i don't know like 18 so right. like there are i think my my accent is very like pennsylvania but there are a lot of words that i will say with a michigan like i think even yeah. the word accent like, I think I Wait, say, that. say that. Yeah. There. I think I say that, like, a Michigan person, like, a Michigander, <laughs> I guess, is what they call themselves. But, yeah, like, I think I say that, like, Michigan. But it's it's weird, definitely, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's real. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the pod, being part of this conversation. Um, it was, one, great to meet you. Again, long fan of, the, of your music. You guys are, are dope. Um, please keep doing that. Um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to shout out anything you're working on, uh, whether it's related to uh, music or anything else. Just want to give you a platform to shout out anything or anyone that you want to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for having me. It's a fun conversation. Um, I guess 
his pink shift is um we're gonna be going on tour in september with mannequin pussy if you guys want to come i don't know when this is going to come out so maybe i don't know (laughs) it'll come out this week it'll be it's be very quick turnaround okay cool so yeah we're gonna be on tour with mannequin pussy this fall um we have some dates with them and then we have our own couple dates um on the west coast that we have all lined up so come through it'll be a great time hopefully uh, it'll happen yeah um that's that's the main thing that we're working towards like really just um nailing that set um but yeah yeah i guess shout out to my mind is like absolutely blanking (laughs) it's okay you don't have anything else i don't know if i don't really i don't know if i have any other shout outs but i mean there are so many wonderful artists that are doing so many wonderful things in Mm -hmm. the diy community i mean i guess i would say like i think scotty network is fucking cool um there's a long time homie of ours yeah yeah they're, they're always doing really cool stuff and then um I think Victoria Vark is about to make some cool moves, which I'm really excited for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Vile just released like a killer album that I haven't been able to stop listening to. Um, these are all very random. And oh, Jiraiya no. also is doing, yeah. he, he is climbing, so don't miss that. Um, no. These are I'll all try the f- him on the pod too, eventually before he like explodes into the stratosphere. Oh, dude, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he'd be down, um, but yeah, no, uh, he is definitely climbing, and he's not, he's definitely not done, he's gonna be <laughs> releasing more music, so super excited to see what he does, um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess those are my shoutouts, the first things awesome. that come to mind. Do you guys have a Boston date? We do. When are you gonna be in Boston? I think it's a Cambridge are you gonna be in Cambridge? Are you doing? Is it the Middle East or is it once? Oh, I'm I'm gonna Google it too. I, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if it's sold out. Mannequin Pussy's been selling out a lot of their shows. Yeah, they're big, 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 big. Uh, oh, hold on, there we go. We're <laughs> just thinking this could be part. I'm not gonna edit this out. Part. Oh, you all gonna be at the Sinclair? Oh, yes. and it's sold out. Well, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. It's all good. It's pretty cool. Well, if you guys are in town and want to hang out and uh, get some dope food, we know the area fairly well. Hit us up, and we could just like hang out. Oh uh, hell yeah! Might might take you up on that. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Ashrita, for uh, coming through. Uh, once again, my name is Chris Lee Rodriguez. I play in the band Really From. We have an album out. We just played our first live show uh, a few weeks ago, which was crazy. Um, we also have uh, a few shows uh, coming out in the fall, uh, so keep your eyes out for that. And thanks again for coming on the pod, dude. Yeah, Great to meet thanks you. for having me. You're so good at shout-outs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, I appreciate it. here.